And so we have been carefully looking at, you know, how to retain a spiritual atmosphere, a heavenly atmosphere. And um, we have done that by looking at uh, what can repel the atmosphere of heaven, which invariably will lead to the pushing away of prosperity. Are we together here? We have tagged it, um, what's the title again? Huh? Polluters of heavenly atmosphere, <laughs> repellers of prosperity. And I know we have been seeing a lot, some of us have been seeing ourselves in these stuff, right? And um, focus on seeing yourselves than seeing others. But there is no way you, you do it, you have to see others too. It's also good to see others so you can avoid. Are we together here? What number are we in? Why number 13, those who never say sorry. That's the unrepentant, right? And those were very strange people we saw in scripture. Even after judgment came upon them. You know, we saw them in the days of Moses. Uh, that was the rebellion of who? Was it rebellion of Korah? We also saw them even in the book of Revelations. And then we saw them also in the life of what? Of Cain. And so, we'll be number 14 now. Hopefully we can do 15, but I doubt. Uh, we'll look at the sensual. The sensual. The sensual. These are those who love to, who are, who, are, who, are, who are led by their senses. Gratification of the senses. Those who worship their senses or who worship their feelings. Are we together here? Those who, are, who worship their feelings. Now, you see, one of the signs, one of the effects of the fall is to make your feeling Lord. One of the effects of the fall is to make your what? Your feelings Lord. It is the worship of feelings. Which is one of the areas that the, the Antichrist manifests through. It is the number of man. Part of, part of the 666 is your feelings, the worship of your feelings. When, uh, when if you don't feel good, then something is wrong. A lot of us equate you not feeling good to mean what? Something is what? Wrong. For example, if you come to church, if you don't enjoy the worship, Something is wrong. Are you together with me? If you don't enjoy the worship, something is wrong. If your wife doesn't do the things the way you want it to be done, something is wrong. If your husband doesn't do your will, something is wrong. It's sensual. It is the worship of your feelings. 
Now, the child of God, the Bible told us that as many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God, not their feelings. The Bible speaks in Hebrews chapter 5, says, Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience through the things that what he suffered. The word suffer is to agree to circumstances that are contrary to your desires. That's what it means to suffer. It's not lack of money. It's to agree to circumstances that what? That, that, that are contrary to your desire or your feelings. You know, if Jesus was led by his feelings, he wouldn't go to the cross. He didn't feel like going to the cross. How many of you believe that? He prayed and said, Father, if you don't mind, let this cup pass over. But he said, nevertheless, that will be done. Not my will. Not somebody say, not my will. Part of your will is your feelings. Are you with me? Now, a lot of relationships, especially marital relationships, the crisis there is feelings. Are you together with me? You, the, the wife worships her feelings. And um, if the husband hurts her feelings, she becomes a devil. The man also, if the, if the wife hurts his feelings, what does he become? He becomes a devil. He, be, he reacts. It is one of the qualities of babyhood. Babies always want what their feelings to rule the home. Even when the baby is, what feels like sleeping, is crying. When it feels like eating, is crying. Where you have a need to raise tantrums when your feelings are not gratified. Are we together here? You see, but you have to tell yourself that your feeling is not Lord. You know, some people, when their leaders take a position that they don't feel cool with it, their motivation drops. When you do what they, what, what they feel, what they enjoy, they support you. When they don't feel it, they withdraw support. So they are led by their feelings. A lot of you are like that. Am I correct? You are led by your feelings. The day your husband does something that agrees with your feelings, you are in love with him. The day you offend your feelings, you just say you have always been a useless man from day one. Are we together here? Can you look at somebody gently and tell him your feeling is not our Lord? And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I say, talk to somebody. Say, your feeling is not our Lord. Now, hold on. Now, you know, Jesus, the scripture does not respect our feelings. It just confronts you with the truth. Many pastors cannot lead their churches because they are afraid of how their other members will feel. 
Many pastors cannot preach because they are afraid of how their members will feel. Many pastors cannot rebuke because they are afraid of how they are. You know, I was, I was watching one video, one very interesting video, soft-spoken. The person, uh, the preacher is a soft-spoken preacher. And um, he was talking about the seven signs that you are in a cult. That your church is a cult. And I watched that video, I said, this, this man is sick. You understand? He's in a cult already. And it's the cult of his feelings. When I watched that video, all I found out that was a man who is subject to the sensuality, to the senses of men. You know, the Amer- the America has a gospel that doesn't offend. Yeah. I watched that video, very interesting video. The, the fool can easily be led by that, you know, a foolish person who doesn't know the scripture. And of course, the numbers of foolish people are more. You know, I just watched the video. I was saying, wow, this video looks nice, but it was, it was a useless video. Why? Because people feel offended when you confront their feelings. Are we together here? Yes, but you see, this faith will confront your feelings. Yes, you know, when, when Paul wrote the letter to Philemon, he was not, he didn't care about Philemon's feelings. <laughs> Are you together with me? Let's read that scripture. Uh, book of Philemon. He didn't care about Philemon's feeling. I sent that video that I wrote to an apostle, Apostle Brandon. I said, Apostle, help me judge this video because he's an apostle. He said, This is nothing but American liberalism. I like, I like the apostle. Paul, the prisoner of, of, of Christ Jesus. Are you together with me? Yes, sir. That, that, that in itself tells you they don't care about your feeling. That's the introduction of that letter. <laughs> because you do what your jailer tells you to do. Does a prisoner wake up when he feels like waking up? My spiritual father sent to send my wife a message and said, have you guys been joining the, the, the prayers, sent a flyer to us? My spiritual father is doing a daily prayer. It's just a question. He just asks, have you guys been joining? Is that just a question? They didn't say we should join. He never told us to join. He just asked. And the response was an apology. Yeah. The response was an apology. That was the response. We are sorry. For not joining. And there was no response to our apology. <laughs> and by, by, by before 5 a.m., I had woken up. My wife had even woken up before me. And the question, hope is not five. She says, it's not yet five. And we're up following the prayers. And one thing the prayer we said we have to prepare is a beautiful offering at the end of this prayer to send to our Father in the Lord. We're going to pray from that 5 a.m. I don't know when it will end, but we're going to be there. No matter the amount of days. It doesn't matter if I just finish 40 days. It's a consequential. He has asked me, who are you guys? <laughs> Can you read this? What's the, what the text? Read that text. Let me see. I want to say it the way he said it. The idol 
Hi, daughter. Uh-huh. Have you guys been tuning into the prayers? That's all. That's all. And then my wife started explanations, several explanations. <laughs> we just finished the 40 days. We just did that. We just did that. Yes. So I'll be there now till it ends. Till it ends. I don't know the kind of Christianity some people uh, are doing. We need deliverance. We need deliverance. And it's because of how much we worship the Western culture. It even spills into the church. We just believe whatever an Oibo man says is correct. I've never, I've never heard gibberish from any place than the Western Christianity. The confidence we teach they can talk nonsense is alarming. And, and the Bible is not a wise man Bible. Are we here, friends? The gospel is confronting. Do you know all the lives we are living, all the decisions we are making, how we have chosen to live, is somebody that told us. His name is Paul. His name is Peter. And we believe it's Jesus that told him. That's the faith. What, What we brandish as the word of God is the instruction of men. That's what we brandish. We, we are behaving as if the word of God said, only follow the word. You better keep quiet. The word you told us to follow, is it not a man that wrote it? Yeah. We behave like the word of God came from heaven. No, it's not. It's men. Listen, such strange ideas. A man told churches how to behave. And now, you are now saying men cannot tell people how to behave. That we have to follow the word. But the word you are telling us to follow was because there was a man that told people how to believe and it was documented. How is that so much of the word? And this one is not the word. Are we together here? Yes, See, Paul, a prisoner of Jesus Christ, Timothy, our brother, to Philemon, our beloved friend and fellow laborer, to the beloved Apia, Akipos, our fellow soldier, to the church in your house. Grace to you, a peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God, making mention of you always in my prayers. Hearing of your love and faith which you have towards the Lord Jesus and towards all the saints, that the sharing of your faith may become effective by the acknowledgement of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. For we have great joy and consolation in your love because the hearts of the saints have been refreshed by you, brother. Therefore, thought I might be able, I might be very bold in Christ to command you what is fitting. To do what? So is that commanding in church? Yes. Sir. Huh? Yes, sir. A command. It's command. That's the Bible, except you want to write another one. There's instruction. All right? Yet for love's sake, I rather appeal to you being such a one as Paul. So he's saying, I choose to appeal, but I have the authority to what? To command. Are we together here? The agent, and now also a prisoner of Jesus Christ. I appeal to you for my son Onesimus, whom I have begotten while in my chains. Who once was unprofitable to you, but now is profitable to you and to me. Who tells you that, Paul? Why do you conclude that somebody is profitable to me? I think so. Paul says it's profitable to you. You are better know that. 
I am sending him back. You therefore receive him. Eh? You do what? I'm sending Onesimus back to you. And what do you do? You receive him. That is my own heart. Whom I wish to keep with me, that on your behalf he might minister to me in my chains for the gospel. But without your consent, I wanted to do nothing, that your good deed might not be by compulsion as it were, but voluntary. For perhaps he departed for a while for this purpose that you might receive him forever. No longer as a slave, but more than a slave, a beloved brother, especially to me. But how much more to you, both in flesh and in the Lord. If then you count me as a partner, receive him as you would me. But if he he has wronged you or owes you anything, put that on my account. I, Paul, am writing with my own hand. (laughs) will repay. Not to mention to you that you owe me even your own self beside. Paul is telling another human being, you owe me your life. Yes, brother, let me, have my, let me have joy from you in the Lord. Refresh my heart in the Lord. Having confidence in your obedience. <laughs> I write to you, knowing that you will do even more than I say. That's Christianity. But meanwhile, also prepare a guest room for me. For I trust that through your prayers I shall be granted to you. So, Prepare a guest room by faith. I'm still in prison, but get me a guest room. Nobody sleeps there. It's Paul's room. Are we here? Yes, Epaphras, my fellow prisoner in Christ, Jesus, greets you as do Mark, Aristarchus, Demas, Luke, my fellow liberals. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with, you, be with your spirit. Amen. Is that all? Yes, sir. That's all. 25 verses. To determine what somebody else will do. And um, from history, it was said that this guy actually stole from Philemon. It was a thief that ran away. Now God saved. And now they have commanded Philemon to receive him. Are we together here? Now, when you read your Bible, all these things are littered throughout the scripture. I want to encourage you to be a student of the word. I'm not a follower of trend. I'm not a follower of popular things. Are we together, friends? You have to be a student of what? Of the word. You see, I want you to be strong in the Lord, not strong in yourself, not strong in your sense. I want you to have the convicting power of the Holy Spirit at work in your life. I want you to manifestly be a believer with energies of the kingdom hoozing out of your heart. That's my dream for you. I want you to be strong. Are my friends here? So we're talking about the, the sensual. Those who are led by their senses. Those who feel that all of us and they themselves must worship their what? Their feelings. A lot of people change their minds when they don't feel good. And this is the thing that spills into marriage also. Amen. Yeah. 
A lot of wives stop having with their having sex with their husband because they don't feel good. A lot of husbands stop providing for the family because they are not happy. Are we together here? A lot of church workers start coming late to church because they are not happy. A lot of pastors get disconnected and want to resign because they are not happy with their senior pastor. Are we together here? Feelings. Now, you must know how to put your feelings in your pocket and, and, and throw away the old trousers and go and give it to a laundryman to wash. Pocket your feelings. You shouldn't be led by them. Life does not revolve around how you feel. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are other sons of God. You just stop. You just stop. You just stop doing your work because you don't feel good. You look at many homes. Whenever the husband is not feeling good, everything scatters. He just stops being a husband. Whenever the wife is not feeling good, he just stops. Say, no, 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 I don't feel good. Sex locked. Kitchen locked. Everything locked. And then they now make her feel good. Then she opens shop again. And the day she doesn't feel good, she locks it. Because she doesn't feel good. The husband locks everything because he doesn't feel good. Now, you know that's crazy, right? Now, let's go to Jude chapter 1. Only one chapter there, actually. Are you enjoying this preaching? You know, Pastor Zach can only preach the truth. And the reason that makes me find it easy to preach the truth is that I get my joy from the Lord. You understand? So the Lord makes me happy from inside. Now, if I didn't know how to be happy from the Lord, I would have to be getting my joy from you, so I'll be preaching what you like. But you see, no matter how sorrowful you are, I'm not, as, I'm not sorrowful with you. I'm, I'm, I was happy before I came. I'll be happy after, after I leave. I'm serious. That's why I can preach what I'm preaching. Yeah, I can preach what I'm preaching because I get my joy, my confidence from Jesus Christ. I get everything from Jesus Christ. I don't, I don't look to any man for anything. So I can say what he would have me say. The person I, I'm afraid most, the person I'm afraid of to not be happy with me is Jesus Christ. Because he's the only one that gives me everything. So he's the one I try to please, not those I'm preaching to. And so sometimes I'm aware of your anger when I'm preaching. I'm really, really aware. Of the anger here, the anger online, the anger with demons, devils, everybody's angry at me. Whereas I'm just drinking water, enjoying my life. <laughs> I'm aware. I'm so aware. And he has trained me like this for a long time. I'm used to saying what everybody doesn't want to say. And it's not because I desire it, it's just my calling. I say what everybody is not willing to say, I say what everybody's afraid to say, and I just I just say it, just give me a, a, a bottle of water, I will drink and say it. Is that okay? Even with my wife, I say things my wife does not want to hear. Severally. I say it with her. I say it to her. What she doesn't want to hear. I say it verbally. I say it in text messages. I say it in chats. I say it everywhere. Hmm. Are we together here? And I don't say, because I want us to be happy, I don't say what, no, I don't. I tell her. And sometimes I know what I will say. My cause, 
uh, a break in happiness. But, uh, but we have a lifetime in joy. Yeah. Are we together here? Yeah. I hear some men say, because of happiness, you don't do this. I don't know strange. What those strange? I don't know where they got those things from. They say, you know, your wife is always right so that you can be happy. I don't understand all those devils. Where they go, those devils, devilish ideologies from. Now you say what has to be said. You say it in love, you say it gently, you say it calmly, but what has to be said has to be said. Are you together with me? We are all subject to the word of God. And the more you subject yourself to the word of God, the more um, you have legitimacy in speaking it. You understand? Because it's not one way. As they speak to you, as you speak to others, they shall, they shall, speak, they shall speak to you. Amen. They shall speak to you. So sometimes it, it, it can be painful. It can be painful. There was one my wife told me recently that really pained me. And I had to beg. I said I used to scatter my shoe everywhere. It was very, it was very painful. I tried to defend it. There was no way to defend it. I apologize. I said, I'm sorry. I said, pray for me. The Lord will. I said, the Lord will help me. And then she kept rubbing it in. I said, the Lord will help me. I'm, I'm working on it. I said, I'm learning. I'm getting better in placing my shoes in the right place. She says, no, you're not getting better. If you're better, I'll be the one to tell you. Yeah. I said, no, I'm, I know I'm not getting better, but I'm just praying for better better. <laughs> I was very pained. When I got home, I saw some of her shoes displaced. I nearly did a video to just show that. But, but I couldn't. I said, I'm the one that preached that when they raise an issue, you can't raise another one. So I said, I'm waiting for the next two weeks. Anytime I see her shoes scattered, I'll just video it. I'll just send it with a voice note. I said, really, I don't like this room disorganized. I, <laughs> I got this by her. That's what I plan to do. I got home yesterday, I saw her shoes scattered. I said, God, if I raise it now, this is a bad time. <laughs> I said, no, I'm not going to raise this. Uh, two weeks, I look by God will make her scatter her shoes. <laughs> what God cannot do to us is And I'm telling you a real story. I'm telling you real. What you're laughing at was not funny at all. It, it pained me. It pained me. After some hours, I now sent her a text that, you know, I'm in a season where I'm receiving the download for the body of Christ. I'm receiving, please, can we stop talking about petty issues? <laughs> 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 uh, I, I, <laughs> I said, I'm in a season where I'm just receiving the next direction for the earth. <laughs> Oh my goodness, Jude chapter 1, we start from verse 5. But I want to remind you, though you once knew this, that the Lord, having saved the people of the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed those who did not believe. And the angels who did not keep their proper domain, but left their own abode, he has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness for the judgment of the great day. All right? As Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them in a similar manner, of these having given themselves 
over to sexual immorality. Are you together with me? And gone after strange flesh. I set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Likewise, also these dreamers, the fire of the flesh, reject authority and speak ill of dignities. Now, wait here. Now, quickly, let's go to, I'm trying to explain something, but what I want to explain is in, is in verse um, uh, um, 15, but I want to pick it from here. So, let's go to 15. We'll read 15 to 20, then we'll come back. Now, to execute judgment on all, to convict all who are ungodly amongst them of all the ungodly deeds which they have committed in an ungodly way and all of the harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These are grumblers, complainers. I think these are part of the things I've mentioned, right? Walking according to what? To their whole law. So, what has turned them to be grumblers and complainers is that they walk according to what? To their own, so they are, gum, they are grumbling because they don't like what is happening. The word lost their senses. Are you together with me? Anytime what is happening is not aligning with their senses, what do they do? They grumble and what and complain. Now, and they mouth great swelling words, flattering people to gain advantage. So this, these people flatter to gain advantage. What do I mean gain advantage? They want to win you, but to win you over, they have to say, nice things to you. Are we here, friends? Alright? Let's read. But you, beloved, remember the words which were spoken before by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. How they told you that there will be mockers in the last time. So, there will be grumble. These people will be grumblers, complainers. They would also say um, flattering words to gain advantage and they will mix it with mockery. Are you together with me? Now, they won't mock you. They will mock others but they will speak well of you. Are we, am, I, am I preaching here? Now, workers in the last time, who would walk according again to what? To their own what? Ungodly lusts. Now, you see that grumbling and complaining is not always a sign of righteousness. That sometimes grumbling and complaining is a sign of lack of repentance. Because the issue here is ungodly lust. You will wonder how come he's the one grumbling. Are you together with me? So don't always see a grumbler as the victim. And don't always see a complainer as the victim. Sometimes grumbling and complaining stems out of not repenting. Am I preaching here? So when you see grumbling, you see complaining, and you see mockery, it's not always the victim. It's, it's sometimes the unrepentant. Am I preaching, with, am I preaching here? Who is someone who is unwilling to repent from their ungodly lust? Talking about their senses. When it's not going their way, what do they do? They grumble and they complain and they mock and they flatter. Am I preaching here? Am I preaching here? Now you need to be prepared with this kind of truth. You need to arm yourself with this understanding so you will know when you are slipping into it. And you know when you are being invited into it. Praise God. So, so when you meet someone and the person is complaining and grumbling and mocking and all of those things, but hyping you, know that you are playing with the devil. Am I preaching here? You are about to be invited into something you are not ready for. Are we preaching here? 
So when I meet people, I want to find out their opinions and I'm, and I'm careful to know how they speak of others. How they speak of others lets me know the state of your heart. You understand? So don't care. Don't really care about how they speak of you. Because they will speak of you with mouth. Their mouth will be full of flattery. And so don't think somebody is great because the person says you are great. Find out what he's saying or what she's saying about our last place of covenant. You understand? Find out their opinion, what they are saying about where they are coming from. If they speak, complain, and grumble about where they're coming from, do a research, you'll find out that there is somebody not repenting of their senses. Am I preaching here? Am I preaching here? So, there will be mockers in the last time who would walk according to their own ungodly lusts. Yeah? Next verse. These are sensual persons. This is the point. They are what? Sensual persons. Who what cause division? So the sensual will always cause division. The sensual husband will always cause division. The sensual wife it will divide the family, divide the children. Am I preaching here? The sensual pastor will always cause division. The sensual choir member will always cause division. It will always, you know, mock the leader. Are you together with me? It would always what? mock the leader and always also grumble. Always grumble and say, I don't know why they are doing like this choir. I don't know why they are doing this bisola and abike. They will always in before you know now, they will be wearing agbada and say, Robiojo, Biojo, is that a song? Are we together here? Essential. Now, if you investigate, you'll find out that the, their desires is not is not being implemented. Uh, so they say, imagine you. How can you be in this choir? Are you, which of them can sing up to you? You know, how can you? The first time I heard your notes, I'm like, what? I'm like, what? Even though for Christ, you should be in the voice. You should be, in fact, you should be sitting with the you know, and doing, and judging other people. This is your voice. You are too, you are too big for this place. This place is killing your talent. <laughs> So you are such a mighty powerful. Your notes are powerful. I don't even know. Other people they just put it. They don't know anything. Uh, but it's well. Shall we keep praying for them? <laughs> they are sensual. Those who what they want, they don't get it. Then they scatter everything. You remember the woman that her baby that her baby died. She said, let's divide the baby into two. Are we together here? Now, I don't want you to be the simple because I've seen the Bible that the simple suffers the most. In the book of Proverbs, the person that suffers the most is the simple. You can't be simple. You can't be simple. You can't be... I don't want you to, to have a free heart. You know this nonsense? My own mind is just free. I just... I just you, you are a casualty. <laughs> I'm just, I just pray with a free heart. You, there, there is nothing noble about it. There is nothing holy about it. It's a self-righteousness. I mean, my heart is just free. I don't even know what's happening. Why don't you know? Is that how God is guiding this earth? With free heart? <laughs> That's how the enemy will come, take all your babies and destroy them and eat them and say it's just a free heart. 
You have to stand on your watch. You have to man your gates. You have to understand. You have to be able to check your heart and find out when you are losing it. I'm just afraid. My intentions, I just have pure intentions. See, see, leaders, see, don't, don't hype pure intentions. Intentions are only known by the Lord. So don't allow anybody to bring to you pure intention. It's not your business. Tell anybody who wants to bring pure intentions to you that take it to Jesus Christ. It's Jesus that knows the heart. I don't know the heart. What I know is acts. Believe people's behavior, yes. not their heart. Don't, don't, don't allow them to say, no, see my heart. No, 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 not see your heart. I see what you did. Ah, you remove God, you shoot me, you say, I see your heart. <laughs> you have to know people's hearts, people's acts. Intentions only God knows or he brings a revelation. I'm going to know you by your behavior. I will know you by your behavior. Are my friends here? Somebody say sensual. It says, no, no, let's go back. It says, this is sensual. And the Bible says, when you are sensual, you would always cause division. When you always want your will, your feeling to be implemented, you would always cause division. You have to learn to pocket your feelings. If you want the choir to be singing a particular kind of song, and they are not singing it, fine. Fine. Maybe when your children, when you born children and your children grow, and you will encourage your children that when they join GC choir, they should, not, they should sing the song. You, want just... you will not always have what you want. And that's okay. Am I preaching here? If you keep going for what you want, you are going to spoil a lot of things. Am I here? If you keep forcing your feelings, what will you do? You are going to spoil a lot of things. You are going to cause division. Praise God. For example, as a pastor, if I say this how I want it, if you feel differently, you can't force that feeling. If you want to force that your feeling, what will you do? You will cause division. Huh? And when you cause division, you will be rebellious. And I told you, was it which day was I speaking? I said the end of the rebellious is already known. Rebellion is not a new phenomenon. The end is already known. You can ex- predict what will end. That's decrease and destruction. When you rebel, what was in your hand will be decreasing. And eventually it's destruction. Are we together here? So don't over-hype your feelings. You can... You can pause on it. And this will help you in your relationships. Are we together here? Are we together here? Your feeling is not righteousness. Now we need to rush because they say, there's quite a lot. It says, says, this essential who caused the vision, not having the spirit. It's not not being baptized with the spirit. It means that the spirit is not controlling them. They don't have it. They don't own the spirit. They don't live a life of the spirit. You have to live a life of the spirit. You see, to live a life of the spirit is not to be spooky. To live a life of the spirit is to let go and let God. That's spiritual. Your ability to let go and let God. Your ability to enjoy what you are not enjoying. 
Did you get the point? To enjoy what? What What you are not enjoying. That's what it means to be spiritual. That's even how you go through seasons in life. Because not all seasons in life will align with your feelings. Some of you are going to live in houses you are not enjoying. You are going to to pay for houses you are not enjoying. Some things will not work in that house. And even though you desire a better house. But imagine if you feel sad all the days that you are in your house. You are going to enjoy it till you go to a new one. Everybody has to oh, which kind of house be this? Did this you know the work? Ah, I don't tire. And you just leave. You're just there two months there. You are destroying the atmosphere of your home. You wake up in complaint. You sleep in complaint. Listen, God has a better apartment for you. You will get it. Before then, enjoy the one you have now. Ah. Are you together with me? Enjoy the one you have now. Enjoy it. Stop being too, too, too controlled by how you feel. Yeah, use the bucket. Use you will not die. The shower don't work. Go and get bucket. Put bucket. Enjoy yourself to the point that when the new season now change, people will be shocked that oh, so you never liked this? Yes, I never liked it, but I made the best of it. You have to make the best of what is available. Make the best of it. Are you together with me? Make the best of it. Some of you are not going to be in GC for forever. Some of you are going to be the person who told me was going to be with me, serve me all the days of my life. Is going to be with me. Is going to do this. He has been telling me this from university days. I love you so much. He's, he's leaving me. But he's leaving me. Yeah. Yeah, he and his wife. Where's his beautiful wife? She's not, she's not yet in church. Where's your wife? Where's your wife? I'm looking that way. See the way he's looking as if he would change his mind. He's, <laughs> he's leaving me. That was not what he told me before. He says, you know, Pastor Zach, you know, I just love you. And I believed. Since we're in the university, he would drive me from this to Abuja, from this bar. But the guy is going. Stresslessly. He didn't even ask me whether it's the will of God or it's not the will of God. He's going with his family. Yeah, can we thank God for that? Yeah. I was in the called me and said, Pazak, all the visas are ready. Collected everything. Let's thank God. Glory to Jesus. Imagine if he didn't serve well. Imagine if he allowed his feeling to lead him. He would be leaving, but feeling, feeling bad. Because he would, he would be feeling bad. He would be feeling he hasn't done the right thing. He would be feeling condemned, judged. But now he's going to leave. I'll put oil on him. Release him. Put oil. And the oil that I put will speak. It's love. Are you getting the point? You're in a, you're in a job that's not so great. Do it well till you leave. You stop complaining every time. Stop grumbling. So don't live a life of... You see, there is nothing attractive about grumbling and complaining. There is no multiplication that it brings. Say, so the road is bad. That road is great. Listen, we already know it's not a new thing. Know in your heart and trust God for change. 
But whilst you are here, enjoy it. The Bible says, as long as there is meat and raiment, be content. Food, when there is no food and clothes, raise alarm. But not find clothes. The two times things that should make you raise alarm is when there is no food and when there is no clothes. Raise alarm. Raise alarm. Send, send a text to your, to your unit head. Send a text to me if your unit head is not answered. There has to be food and clothes. If there's no food, if you're not eating, we are failed as a church. You, you have to eat. It's your right to eat. It's except you are lazy that we will, we will trust God not to give you food. You know? But if you're not lazy and you're in a season where there's no food, we are failed as a church. You have to eat. So if you, if you don't have food, you send a message to your, to, your, to your unit head. If you don't have more than three clothes, you send a message. You must have at least three. Yeah. Are we together here? Well, stop, stop thinking that everything must go the way you... It, it's, it's a very ugly and offensive aura where everything must go the way you want it. Praise God. And that's what I do whenever I'm in a committee or a group of people and I'm leading. Anyone who likes things to go the way he wants, I will make sure it doesn't go the way he wants. I'll be doing it regularly. When he gives an opinion, I'll ask others to say their opinion. When others say their opinion, I say, that makes a lot of sense. And that's what I do. Every time. I do it. I watch. I watch. I will allow the, it's not even me that will break the person's opinion. I'll look for somebody and say, what do you think? Somebody will say a different thing. If somebody says the same thing, I'll keep turning it until somebody says a different thing. I will, I will do that. So that you can be, so that, you see, you, know, you need to know that you are not the greatest. When you are with God's people, you need to know you are not the greatest. That you are privileged to be there. Things don't have to go your way. Things don't have to go your way. Jerry, are you with me? Things don't have to go your way. Things don't have to go. We don't have to take your opinions. And then when, when, when things don't go your way, don't throw, it, don't throw a tantrum. Stop being sensual. Be led by the Spirit. To be led by the Spirit is to, is to subject yourself to, to, to others. All right? Let's read that scripture quickly. Not having the spirit, but you, beloved, build up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. All right? Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of, of our Lord Jesus Christ unto what? Unto eternal life. Let somebody say, I won't be led by my feelings. I won't be led by my feelings. Say, I won't be led by my feelings. No, no, no. Go to, go to 18. 18. 118. I think you've, you've... 18, yeah. All right, 19 now. These essential persons who cause divisions not having the spirit. Praise God. The new KJV says, in, in using sensual persons, they say, these are they who separate themselves. It's the same thing. Are you together with me? These are sensual persons. Look for the... You see, it says these are they who separate themselves. When you are sensual, you think you are special. Sensual people always think they are special. They always think they see things differently. And you know me, I just see different, differently. You need to watch it. When you find out that you are always seeing things differently. It's, it's a terrible thing. 
In the kingdom, it doesn't work that way. So you always seen when everybody's going like this, you always seeing things differently. And you always want it to go the way you see it. Now that's, that's terrible. Am I correct here? Yes. So let's quickly read from let's quickly read from verse six. So that's the point I wanted to do. But let's read let's read their story from verse what verse are we in? Verse eight, verse seven. Let's start from seven. Man, we are behind time. I still have a lot to say. As Sodom and Gomorrah, the cities around them in a similar manner of this, having given themselves over to what? Sexual immorality, have gone after strange flesh, as set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of what? Of eternal fire. Likewise, all these dreamers defile the flesh. What do they do again? Reject authority and speak evil of dignitaries. Yet Michael, the archangel, in contending with the devil, when he disputed about the body of Moses, did not bring against him a reviling accusation, but said the Lord rebuke you. That's, that's the devil. He says Michael was, the way respectful Michael is, because the next, some, some of these we look at are the rude, those who are rude. Michael, <laughs> Michael, the archangel, in contending with the devil, when they disputed about the body of Moses, did not bring against him a reviling accusation, but said, the Lord rebuke you. All right? But these speak evil of whatever they do not know. And whatever they do not try, like, 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 like brute beasts, in these things they corrupt themselves. Woe to them. For they have what? Gone the way of Cain. What else? Run greedily in the era of Balaam for profit and Perished in the rebellion of Korah. That's always their end. All right. The way of Cain, the, the, the greed of, of, of Balaam, and the perish in the rebellion of Korah. What's the way of Cain? The way of Cain is not being subject to the rule of God. The way of, of, of Balaam is the worship of Mammon. That's Balaam. And the, and the rebellion of Korah is not subject to the authority of man. Woe to them, for they have gone the way of Cain. That's not subject to the rule of God. That they don't have the spirit. Have run greedily in the era of Balaam for prophets. That's serving mammon. And perish in rebellion of Korah. That's not been subject to the authority of man that God places. All right? These spots are in your love feasts. While they feast with you without fear. Serving only themselves. The sensual. Are you with me? They can only serve themselves. What they agree with. When you see them serving, it's because they agree with it. When you see them, when you see them doing anything, it's because what? They agree with it. If they don't agree with it, they are not involved. Hmm? And the Bible says there are spots in your feasts. They feast with you without what? Without fear. They are, what does it mean without fear? They feast with you without subjecting themselves to the rules. Amen. Amen. To the what? To the rules. They don't like the rules. Amen. You see, one thing you should do, you should do, watch those who don't like the rules you, you govern your life with. Watch those who like to break your rules. The rules with which you govern your life. They just take joy in what? In breaking your rules. The Bible talks about the ILA will always come through the window. The true shepherd will pass through the door. Are we together here? 
what those who always pass through the window. You get the point now? For example, I as a pastor need to watch those who are angry that, that I structure my time. I need to get out of me. Who are angry when I tell you, you want to see me today? I say, okay, come next tomorrow. Come on Friday, 3 p.m. I say, ah, what are you doing? Why? They, they, they want to come anytime. Those of you say, go and say, but let her give you a time. I say, but let her give me a time. They want to come through the window. Are you together with me? Those of you say, you know, go and, uh, you have to do culture class. They say, no, you know, since when I've been, you know, since when I've been great. Uh, do culture class. I know what I'm saying to you. You are better learn. You are better learn. Those of you say, this is how we do it in my marriage. This is how we do it in my home. I said, no, 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 what's that? What's that? Let's just, let's just do it like this. Let's just, let's just, uh, when did you guys get married? I already have to say. Me and my husband, we don't used to buy a shwebio. They say, what nonsense is that? Do you people know culture? Do you people know this thing? Now, be careful with those who do not respect the rules you use to put sanity in your own life. Be careful. Now, you know how much the rules have kept you and preserved you. Yeah. Be careful with those who don't respect that this money is savings. I say, I don't have money. I say, how can I not have money? Are you not any 500,000? Ah, you have 500,000. How much is your rent? You should be able to give me 300. What is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, there are people like that. There are people who, who have a plan on your money. They have a plan. They have an expectation. They know what they deserve. I say, Balo, I say, Ah, how can you tell me you don't, you, you can't give me money? You, ah. Hey, be careful. They plan your, they plan your resources with you. I said, oh, yeah, keep one lady, 500 from me. I don't have one. You, you don't have you. You want to look at me and tell me you don't have. <laughs> I don't be naive. Those are dangerous people. Don't be naive. They are dangerous people. They don't respect your rules. Praise God. I, as a pastor, I need to be careful with those who don't respect my rules, who don't respect my time. I say, come 2 o'clock. You come 3 o'clock, and I'm not available. You're angry. Yeah, they are, they are, they are creatures like that. <laughs> are we preaching here? Yes, there are rules. In GCC, there are rules, right? Yeah, yeah there are rules. You join, believe, you join culture class. You join. Yeah, if you really want to participate... Then you find out the rules and align yourself to the rules. That's a sign that you are okay. Yeah. That's a sign that you are okay. Because when you go to America, you, you make all your documents complete. Yeah, you don't say the, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get all your documents complete. You work hard for your documents. You say, my parliamentary pay documents. What do you need documents? But when you come to the, to the house of the Lord, you don't want your documents to be complete. You have documents, yeah. You do culture class, 12 weeks, if it's fast. Yeah. And don't forget, before it was one year. Yeah, it was one year. Glory school was one year. Some people did one year, six months. Yeah, and it's almost daily. I'll teach and teach and preach and preach and do everything. There's no time. There's no beginning, there's no ending. Yeah. 
now it's 12 months for 12 weeks for you, you are complaining. If you're you redeemed, you do believers class first. We don't care where you're coming from. First, believers class. We don't know. After believers class, we need to do deliverance for you. Why? We are not sure. They do deliverance for you. Yeah, they call it deliverance minister. They'll cast out the demons. Forget that you are speaking in tongues. They'll cast out the demon in you first. <laughs> and that's about 16 classes. 16. After Sunday. After Sunday. That's why those ministries are strong. Because you know what you are entering into. After Sunday, you wait. Then you are serious. You wait. They will choose wait. The, your pastor will teach you believers class. The first class, the first class is new bat. New bat. You do new bat. You do different things. After that, when you are finished, they will now go out and baptize all of you in water. They'll first do deliverance. Yeah, they'll call a pastor what's Austin. That's what Pastor Austin that will do deliverance for you. They'll cast out the demon inside you. After casting out the demon, then they will now fill you with the Holy Spirit, baptize you with the Holy Ghost, go and do baptism for you. Then after that, you start discipleship. That's six months. Discipleship, you get to, to church 6 a.m. By the time you do that for six months, then after that, you do workers in training. Yeah. It's discipleship first. After discipleship, you do workers, that's about six months also. Did you miss one day, the day before graduation? Till today, is not a redeemed worker. The Jackie Sawyer. He missed it. Now, he got there. He even got there early. He got, he got there for that class, but he was late. They told him, stay outside. He had to start afresh. Yeah. Then after that, maybe you now want to become something. Maybe you want to be a deacon or something. Then you now go to a Bible college. What they call it? Is it uh, School of discipleship. That's not that's not discipleship class. The school of discipleship. That was what they did. Is it Thursdays or when? Saturdays. You do that. Then Bible college and all of that. Then you can now say you have a calling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, calling. That's how it goes. That's why they are strong. That's why it's strong. That's why he's strong. And you're not fighting anybody. You are better aligned or you, you flush out. Wow. Are we together? Yes, Serving only themselves. They are clouds without water. Carried about by the winds. Late autumn trees without fruit. Twice dead. Pulled up by the woods. Raging waves of the sea. Forming up their own shame. Wandering stars. For whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. Now Enoch the seventh from Adam prophesied about these men also saying, Behold, the Lord comes with ten thousand of his saints to execute judgment on all, to convict all who are ungodly among them of all the ungodly deeds which they committed in an ungodly way and of all the harsh things which, was, which ungodly sinners have spoken against them. Are, are you seeing this now? And so you can't be serving yourself. When you are sensual, you serve yourself. When your God says something that you don't like, you just, you just, and you just not interested again. Just not interested again. The day somebody says something you don't like, you just, you just turn off. You are sensual. You are sensual. You only like to hear what you like to hear. You are a sensual person, and you, sh- and you will know destruction. Yeah, not as a curse, but as a lifestyle. That's the road you are going on. You can't be sensual. We can't, you can't keep hearing the only, the, the only things that make you feel good. 
you will hear what will not make you feel good. Are you together with me? Your wife will say things that will be touching you. It's life. Your husband will say things that you don't like. Your unit head will say things that you don't like. They will lead the direction in a way that is not what you think is right. You will see an angel that will tell you what your unit should do. Your, an angel will appear to you. And when you come to the unit, you will tell your guy what the angel said. And your guy will say, shut up. <laughs> I remember one day in church when I was in university, I had this experience during the service. I was just receiving some things from God. And the pastor is my dear friend. And I went to meet him. And the next thing I'm going to do now, I just, I'm going to go up. And I said, no, that's not necessarily what I want to do. You can go and sit down. And I went to sit down. <laughs> Painful, but that's okay. Yeah. One day I preached. After I preached, my pastor called me. I thought I had preached. And he asked me, he said, why are you the born candle? You're just the born candle. My goodness. You're just born candle. You're just a waste time. That's, that's his opinion. And this is the true opinion. He's the pastor. I was born in candle. You, if they tell you what kind of worship is that, you're already, ah, you're already feeling bad. Say, what kind of worship is that? Is that how to lead worship? The spirit of the Lord is not on the mountain anymore. It's sadness. It was with spirit of, with spirit of the Lord. Is on. I know what I chase you from the party. Get out of here. If they told you that, you'll be angry because you are sensual. See all the people that Joe will tell them to go and collect the mic on convention. Believers convention, millions of people are watching. The girl will pick the mic. Hey, there is something down there. Say, call the call the call the You are not seeking the spirit. You are not seeking the spirit. And then before you know, you go and set up your own worship group. Are we together here? You need to hear what you don't want to hear. Are we here, friends? The sensual, Abby. Now, I'm going to use a particular character of the sensual to describe the sensual. And it will be anger, for example. I'm going to use anger to mean sensual. Is that okay? Because it's a major expression of sensuality. It's a reaction. Sensual. Before I do that, let's look at Genesis 25. I think today's service will be a stretch one. Genesis 25, 29, 34. I might just take it to 10. We'll start the second service and we'll go like that. Are you okay? Yes, After this message, you have to be okay. You can't, you can't say you're not okay for now. Genesis 25. Now, Jacob cooked a stew. How many guys here can cook stew? Jerry, are you sure? But they can cook stew. Who else can cook? Shola. Jerry can cook stew. Olubre can cook stew. You can cook stew. Shola, can you cook stew? Where's your wife? She will tell us. She's not around. Chris, can you cook stew? Where's Olive? We're not saying. 
All of you that say you can cook, I can't see those who will confirm it. That means you can cook still. Bisala. Dami. Eh? You say what? Eh? You can cook it. How do you know? <laughs> Is it true Christ that threatens you? <laughs> you cooked where you were? Abroad. Not that you are in broad. <laughs> Praise God. Wow, 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 wow. Damika cooks too. Let's, let's clap for that. Bissell, I give you two weeks to investigate. And come and tell us. Are we together here, friends? So Jacob knows how to cook stew, and Jacob cooked a stew. When Esau came in from the field, he was weary. And Esau said to Jacob, please feed me with that same red stew, for I am weary. Therefore, his name was called Edom. The word Edom means red. Say what? Yeah, that's, that's why I said, therefore, his name was called Edom. The guy, the guy on food. All right, let's see. But Jacob says, sell me your birthright as of this day. Esau said, look, I am about to die. People who worship their feelings, they always want to die. Yeah. That, that they are feeling it, if they don't manifest it, they feel like dying. I'm about to die. You know, that's how lust also does us, even sexual lust. You just feel like you're about to die. Like, ah, no, 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 no. And that's when you really want, you're not about to, it's, it's when you go in, you will soon die. It's when you give in to him that you will die. Praise God. It's a lie. You're not about to die. You're not about to die. Because sometimes you feel like this in a certain way. Sometimes in 20 seconds, you don't even feel how you felt like 20 seconds. I'm about to die. So, what is this birthright to me? And Jacob said, swear to me as of this day. So he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. And Jacob gave Esau bread and stew of lentils. Then he ate and drank, arose, and went his way. Thus, Esau despised his birthright. I want to get out me. Esau did what? Despised his birthright. Where your feelings will make you throw away important and valuable things. You won't care about many things that are so valuable because of how you feel. Have you seen people insult their parents, insult this thing because of how they are feeling in the moment? TV that you that you brought that you bought four hundred thousand because you feel angry, you carry it, you break it. Yeah. I remember some years ago I was angry, just me alone. I was angry. I carried my phone, angry. I threw it on the wall. <laughs> Samsung. <laughs> Ah. After after the phone broke, I was. 
That's sensual. Sensual. You, you will destroy valuable things. Valuable relationships because, because you are angry. Are you together with me? The Bible says the, the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Your sensuality does not produce the righteousness of God. To enforce what you think does not produce the righteousness of God. Are we correct here? Am I making sense? You have to watch it, okay? Now let's see. Let's see 2 Timothy 2.22. Now you're going to have to rush. I'll be reading a lot of scriptures. The spirit must lead you, not your senses. The spirit. Second, they say, flee youthful lust. Flee what? That word youthful lust is bracket for every expression of sensuality. You have to flee. Are you together with me? You have to flee, rather. Run away. Huh? Run away from enforcing what you think, what you feel. But what should you do? Pursue righteousness. One, two, three, go. What should you pursue? Uh-huh. 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 All right. Ephesians 4.26. Quickly. Ephesians, quickly, quickly. Just be opening the scriptures to me. After that, you open Ephesians 4.31. Ephesians 4.26. So I'm using anger now. I'll start using anger for, for sensuality. Be angry and do not sin. And so, when the, first, when the first natural response comes, the next thing you want to introduce is do not sin. You don't want to continue in that path. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Praise God. So, immediately wrath comes, what are you doing next? Dealing with it. You are not going in line with it. You are not fueling it. You are dealing with it. What does that mean? It means you are led by the spirit. It means you are using your spirit to govern your life. Your feeling is not leading you. You feel it, but you control it. Does that, does that make sense? You do what? You feel it, but what? You control it. You feel it. You know what you want, but you control it. Yeah. When I, I go to some churches, all they are doing is, is dance, dance, dance song. I start to dance. It's not the kind of worship I like. But who told me I must get the kind of worship I like everywhere? That's what you see when you when some of you go out with me. You see the way I join the church worshiping. I don't stand like one angry person and say, what kind of worship is this? It's not even spiritual. I said, I'll just worship God alone. No, I joined them. Yeah. I joined them. So far, they have not entered into, um, they are not singing worldly song. Because I've gone to churches where they sing worldly song, you know, as part of their, worship, of their, of their song. But if they have not, if they are still singing Kosoba Bire, everybody Rababa. Why would I Rababa? It's not good to Rababa. I used to get at me. And maybe because I don't rababa, because nobody can sing it here. All of them are just oimbo, oimbo, oimbo people. They will not rababa. Any small thing, they will bet new song. They, they will not let us dance. Are we together here? There's nothing wrong in that. Anybody can sing rababa. This is go sababira. Ka, 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 ka. Are they swearing for God? It's a sweet. It's very interesting. Falala, 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 manjola, this will falala, falala, falala. Be there, oh, daloda. It's just a nice song. I don't have to say, tell the Lord, to the mountain of the Lord. 
song as if you are enshrined. <laughs> are you with me? You don't have to say because this is how you do it in your church. Everybody must do it that way. You understand? Your church doesn't have the perfect worship. It just has its own style. So the sensual will always want to force his own, his own um, desires on people. Are we together, friends? So be angry, but do not sin. You must allow the Holy Spirit to control you. Be spirit-controlled. Be spirit-controlled. You feel like venting. You feel like you have to be spirit-controlled. Let your husband one day see that you are, you are not behaving like yourself. Let your husband catch you one day just switching from natural behavior to spiritual behavior. Let him just catch a softness, a gentleness that was, that was not there when your mother gave birth to you. 431. Ephesians 431, quickly. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, all evil speaking be put away from you with all what? Malice. Colossians 3.8 But now you yourselves are to put off all this. What's the first one? Anger. Put away anger. Wrath. Malice. Blasphemy. Filthy language out of your mouth. 1 Timothy 2.8 1 Timothy 2.8 and James 1.19-20. I desire therefore that men may lift up, may pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands, without what? Without wrath. Are you blessed? Yes, sir. Without wrath. James 1 verse 19-20. So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear. So I say swift to hear. Now, you know, if you are too carried away by what you think, you'll be swift to speak. Be swift to hear. Slow to speak. Why? Because you are not sensual. Because your thoughts and your thinking is not, it's not a must. We mustn't go the direction of what you think. Be slow to speak. Slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not, well, does not produce the righteousness of God. Lift up your right hand. Say, I'm led by the Spirit. Say, I'm led by the Spirit. Say, my emotions are controlled. Say, my feelings are in check. Say, my feelings are in check. I'm not led by my feelings. We can go ahead without what I feel. Yes. The family can go ahead without what you feel. Sometimes allow your husband to make the decision. And the decision is not what you want. And don't change your mood from smiling to... For three days you are burning... And it's just one issue. You wanted your husband to go this way, went that way, and you have turned to a devil in the house. You need Cain, holy Cain. I pray that an angel will come in the night and flog you. Or flog you and you just wake up. Hey, what you power. <laughs> Stop changing the mood of your home because what you want is not what is happening. Stop that. That's devilish. Don't do that. 
When you ask for something and your husband does not give you what you ask for, it's okay. If you ask for 10K and they give you 2K, thank God. Don't change your face. Change your face. Change your face like uh, like Smegu in, uh, what's that guy's name in Lord? Is he Lord of the Tell somebody, don't be a devil. Don't be a devil. Don't be a devil. Are you with me? Are you with me? And because your wife complained about something, don't change all your mood. You see, mood is powerful. Mood is anointed. Some prayers are not answered in some kind of mood. Be very intentional about the mood around your life. Some mood empowers devilish activities. Why some mood empower angelic activity? Sometimes the reason why there's no progress in your home is that the mood is devilish mood. The spirit can't move. That's why we do worship before preaching. Because of mood. That's what I do. No matter what everybody, all of you have done, before he climb up, let this person come and watch the mood for him. Uh, let him play the sax and throw away all the devil you have. When region 17 has sang nonsense, region 34, region family choir. This. If they do, if they, if they do allow them to sing, they will cause trouble. Province 88, province this has sang. When he wants to play, he doesn't say, Pastor Kule, please. That one blow. <laughs> Mood is everything. Yes. Praise God. Psalm 38, verse, Psalm 37, verse 8. So, Psalm 37, verse 8. From there, you open Psalm 87, 15, Proverbs 14, 29. Let somebody else be writing it down for you. <laughs> Cease from anger. Forsake wrath. Do not fret. It will only cause harm. We know the end of anger. I you know I'm using anger for sensuality. It will, it will only cause harm. Anytime you want to force what you think, you will only cause problem. How many of you know you have caused problem before? You have caused problem. Lift up your lift it up very well. Of course, problem. Put your hand down. Because you just wanted your will. And sometimes we say it's righteousness. But the Bible says the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. If you want righteousness, keep quiet. Yes. To get righteousness is not a voice. It's not, it's not activism. In the kingdom, that's not how we get righteousness. The Bible says the wisdom of God is, is that comes from above is first of all peaceable. It's gentle. It doesn't always talk. Sometimes it keeps quiet. Sometimes you get righteousness by keeping short. Yes, Sometimes you get righteousness by just cooperating. Yes. Yes, sir. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. I commend every member of this house, every father, every mother, forsake wrath. Stop boiling. Stop boiling. Don't be known to boil. Stop boiling. Some of you boil as a child of God. Stop boiling. You are a child of God. Stop boiling. Stop, stop filming. Like Shango. <laughs> a lot of you film. You need to deal with that rubbish. 
Why are you filming? What happened? What happened? Why? What has happened? Stop filming. Stop that rubbish. Frowning your face. Yes. No, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, your food is there. You can go ahead. Yes, I've jumped for you. And please, can I give you my space? Can I give you my space? I just want to be alone. Yesterday, man, I'm for chatting, and I was just answering that. Okay, yes, okay. I said, go and say, what is this? Okay, yes. So what is the meaning? I said, I want to, I want to tell you there's no meaning. I called the coach. She called me again. He said, no, how can you say there's no meaning for okay, yes? You have this monosyllabic answer. You cannot give me monosyllabic responses. I said, no, I'm actually preparing for the world to come. I'm doing all those things. <laughs> I said, if you, are, if you are preparing for something important, then, then tell me that you are preparing for something and don't respond. Because if you are going to respond to me, you would have to respond to me well. Yeah. She said, she said, if, she said if, if you are busy and preparing for something, tell me you are preparing for something. But if you are going to talk to me, you are going to have to talk to me well. Yeah. I said, I said I'm sorry. I said, I said, I love you, baby. I love you, baby. <laughs> He said, I love you too. I love you too. Yeah. There's something wrong in okay, yes. It's, it's wrong. That, because that's not how you marry the person. When you were going to toast the person, you did not say okay. You, you, it's essay you wrote. He said, actually, when I went this, I now did this. In fact, this is how the day went. Right. Then the woman selling Bolly told me this, and I told her she's not as fine as the girl I want to marry. I said, uh, the purpose of writing you this text, that's how you, that's how you. <laughs> and now, because the woman is not in your house, you're not saying, okay. Yes. And she said, you can't tell me, okay. Yes, I said, yeah, I'm, I, I love you. <laughs> I said, I love you too. Now, we didn't, I didn't feel like saying I love you. I didn't feel it. But I said it. Yeah. And the feeling will catch up later. Yeah. Because you need to be led by the Spirit. Yeah. Stop doing the right things when you feel like doing it. Yeah. So the days you don't feel like it, what should we do? We should all go to hell till you feel good. Why should we all wait for your right feeling? You see, you have to jack up. Jack up. Jack up. Brace up. Get your acts together. And stop causing people trouble because of how you feel. Stop serving yourself. Are we here, friends? Is it making sense? All right, 8615, 8615, Sam. 8615, Proverbs 24, Proverbs 1429, Psalm 8615. But you, O Lord, are God full of compassion and gracious, long suffering and abundant in mercy. Give me old KJV, please. Quickly. You have to be quick so that you can receive prayer. Give me old KJV. All right. He said, but thou, O Lord, art a God 
full of compassion, gracious, long-suffering, plenteous in mercy and truth. Another version talks about slow to anger. God is slow to anger. You have to be like him. Proverbs 14, 29. He who is slow to wrath has great understanding. But he who is impulsive exalts fully. Did you see that? He who is what? Who is slow to wrath is what? Has great understanding. It's a sign of maturity. You don't always react, always film. Always react, film. Because things are not going your way. It says, He that is slow to anger it has great understanding. Are we together, friends? Are we together, friends? Proverbs 15.1. I'm going to give you a lot of scripture. So you can know that what we're teaching is in the Bible. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Proverbs 15, 18. A wrathful man stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger allays contention. You see, when you're slow to anger, you can, you can allow contention. Just be slow. Be soft-spoken. Be, be intelligent in how you speak. Speak with the intention of dousing tension. Let that be the motive of your speaking, not to express your feeling. You douse tension. Have a plan. Do, do a rehearsal of how you want to speak. You have not scattered everything. You will, you will not be ashamed to apologize. The more you have been apologizing too much, you now want to, want to apologize again because you don't want to, you are tired of being wrong every time. You now want to turn your wrong to right. Just calm down. You are, you, are, you are made in the image and likeness of God. Are you together with me? Yes, sir. So be like that. You talk gently. You are looking for how to reduce the crisis. You are looking for how to calm down the distance. You are, you, you, are, you are appealing. Are you together with me? The Bible, Paul was speaking to Timothy. He says that don't rebuke an elder Ashley. He said, but rather, what should you do? He said, you should appeal to an elder. There's a way to speak. That's how some people always get into the trouble of policemen. Because when they say, you know who I am, you, are, you, are, you know you have not become something yet. It's still a prophecy that you'll be something. Are we together here? You have to learn how to, how to speak. Proverbs 22. Let's do Ecclesiastes 7.9. Ecclesiastes 7.9, quickly. Do not hasten in your spirit to be angry. For anger has a permanent abode in the bosom of fools. So whenever you are sensual, you are a foolish person. No matter the amount of anger, you are, you are, you are a fool according to the Bible. Are we correct here? 29-22 Proverbs. Quickly. 29-22 Proverbs. An angry man says of strife, a furious man abounds in transgression. The last scripture, Pastor Obi read this yesterday, Proverbs 22:24. Proverbs 22:24. Make no friendship with an angry man, and a furious man do not go. Make no what? Friendship with an angry man. So I told you, you remember in Jude, we said that the one who is complaining and complaining, what will he do? He will speak great swelling words to take advantage. So an angry man always looks for friends. To justify his anger. 
But the Bible is encouraging you, make no friends with the angry man. So be careful, all those who like to, all those who like to help people. You are better make sure you are helping them, but don't join their anger. Don't, you see, don't, some of you are enjoying transferred anger. You are angry with someone that did something to somebody. But not to you. Make no friendship with an angry man. It's, it's destructive. And with a furious man, do not go. Because a furious man, somebody who is angry was taking you somewhere. So you see, when you are with the furious, you are changing location. It will take you from where you are. Yeah. The furious man is going to bring instability to your life. I tell you the truth, too. I can give you a lot of examples, practical examples, that if you stay with the angry, you stay with the furious, you are going to lose your place in destiny. I've seen people lose their place in destiny. I've seen people, don't worry, I can pick it. My hands are working. I can say, I'm sorry, I'm really grateful. I like your suit, by the way. I like it. I like it. I like it. When I, when I was watching online, that suit was distracting me. I said, I this Chris. Chris is... Well, when you're working with glints, you... You are just... Even me, as I'm working with glints, um, I'm getting better. The angry and the furious will take you from your place of destiny. Don't. You remember all of us who went to Ojota? It's the angry people that took us there. Answers. Angry people took people to strange places, and some of them lost their lives. Who followed the angry? We watched them on TV. <laughs> we follow the protest online. <laughs> Friends, I'm unwilling to shed my blood for Nigeria. Unwilling. Better Nigeria, not on my blood. Prayer, yes. Civic uh, responsibility, yes. But my blood, no. Because your blood will not even assure it. <laughs> now, even if my blood will assure it, if the if our priest says that it's my blood they need for, they should wait for another Zako, not this one. I, I can speak my blood for the gospel. But not for better Nigeria. We don't, it doesn't need my blood. Anything the blood of Jesus cannot do. Yeah. Jesus, you see, when, when Jesus came, Israel was in the worst place ever. They were under the oppression of the Roman Empire. And when, he didn't come to die for the emancipation of Israel. He came to die for the world to be saved. So Jesus saw what was happening in Israel. He didn't die for Israel. He didn't die. He didn't do protests. So uh, I might do peaceful protests here and there, but when they begin to cock gun, <laughs> you know, hear me say, how many people so go Well, even if it's two, I don't want to bother with two. <laughs> That's my own decision. By the way, all of you go and get your voters' card and vote. Uh, uh, I, I count it irresponsible personally 
to vote for the Muslim Muslim ticket. Looking at the times that we are in as a nation, the I think you have to your vote is a Christian vote. And what that means is it doesn't mean vote for a Christian. It just means don't vote for anything that will put the church at risk. Yeah. That's our first concern. Uh, I am completely opposed to a Muslim-Muslim ticket, even though, naturally speaking, it's looking like that's the way we are going. But I'm opposed to it. And anything I can do to express my, my reservation against it, I shall. So I want to encourage you. I don't think it is Christianly sensible for you to vote a Muslim-Muslim ticket. Vote whoever you want, but don't vote a Muslim-Muslim ticket. That's my advice, advice to you. And I think you should go get your PVC. Uh, especially a situation where the, the, the Muslim has serious allegations of being a Boko Haram sympathizer and a Boko Haram sponsor, which has been a consistent allegation on, on the vice president, you know? And so you have, to be, uh, you have to be responsible as a Christian. Praise God. And all these problems start when you begin to say Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is it's a religion. That's, all, that's why they know where to bomb. They know where we gather. If it's not a religion, they will not know where to bomb. They go to our churches, they go to our place of gathering because it's a religion. So it's all this doctrine of Christianity is just a way of life, it's inside you. That's what will make some people go and vote for, be unintelligent. Are you together with me? So it's a religion. It is, and, and religion is, is one of the major vehicles that God is expressing the revival through. If you shut down the church, Revival with Tari. Are we together with me? Uh, it's true religion. We can, we, can, we can make sure we plant churches in the north, for example. We need to go through our politics and, and go through legislation so that they can sell lands to us and all of that. You have to be smart. You remember the day Paul removed his Roman citizenship? His, his work was evangelism, but he needed to release his Roman citizenship so that he can continue doing his work. So we have to be wise. Are we together here? Um, you remember the woman that was killed in the university, woman that was killed, the university student, she was murdered because of a WhatsApp group where she just spoke about uh, Mohammed. She was murdered in school, in school premises. So today we don't know who our murderers are. Uh, Atiku put up a post. His people harassed him. He put down the post. So you better brace up and know that uh, it's not as simple as you think. If an old presidential candidate can, can stop, can, will not have the guts to speak up against the mother of a Christian, a old presidential so you can understand that and there are serious issues on ground. So we have to be smart so that um, we can continue this, our gospel in peace. So you need to be prayerful, pray for this nation, we'll pray for this nation, and um, go get your PVC, get your PVC. And, um, 
and vote rightly. But the, the summary of my message today is that don't be sensual. Jesus is Lord. The Holy Spirit is your Lord, not your feelings. Are you together with me? And so it's okay for what you feel not to happen. Don't destroy a place or a people because your feeling has not been taken. And don't forget this last scripture. Make no friendship with an angry man. Are you together with me? When angry people come your way, don't, don't be too sensual. And then you now, uh, you now begin to accommodate all of the anger and then everything rests upon you also. And with a furious man, do not go. It means that a furious person is taking you on a journey. Angry people and furious people will take you from the place God has planted you. Are we together with me here? But you must stay in the place of grace. You must stay in the place of power. Are you together with me? You know how many angry women have taken their other women away from their husband's house? You just go on Instagram, you watch an angry woman. Say, you know, Petraki, Petraka, Petraki, their tendency. Your husband did not do anything for you. You just go home, you're just angry with the man. This Petraki, this Petraki. Why are you sleeping on this side of the bed? This Petraki. You lose your marriage. Marriage that was working before. Your boyfriend did not trouble you. You start fighting him. Because one angry woman is telling you about Patrakria and all of that. Now, no, no human being can deliver you. If there is crisis with your gender, only the scripture can set you free. And I tell you, when God made you, he saw that you are good. Nothing wrong with your gender. And you don't need any group to set you free. Who the son of God has set free is free indeed. You can't be born again and still looking for a group of people to set you free. Are you together with me? As the man that I am now, I now need a group of masculinists to, <laughs> to deliver me from women. I don't need anybody to deliver me from women. Who the son of man has set free is free indeed. You don't need any group to deliver you from the gender inequality. You are free. There is neither male nor female. Is there in scripture? Just if you stay in scripture, you are free. It's not to what savage or Beyonce that will set you free. Are we together here? All right. I might talk might not make sense to you. But it's the Bible I'm talking to you. God bless you.